Hi everyone and welcome to Everything Under the Sun. So today we're going to be talking about college and mental health because a lot of people are about to go back to college and I want to give you some insight on college and the mental health aspect of it. Now understand that college is something that a lot of people want to do and it's an amazing opportunity, an amazing experience to get an education. Now there are totally different types of colleges. So you have HBCUs, which are historically black institutions, um, institutions slash universities, and then you have PWI, which is predominantly white institutions. And then you have other ones that fall. You have liberal arts. I go to a liberal arts school. Liberal arts are more, I want to say, like, you get the all around education. So it's from, you're going to get that. And I go to a small, small liberal arts school in the middle of Pennsylvania. So I want to explain to you what it's like to be in college and how your mental health can be impacted. And I'm going to give you a little bit about my story too, because like I went through some stuff in college and like, it's going to be my last year. So I'm feeling everything. So, College for me was totally a change. Um, now, I have been away from my parents because I did some different activities during summers where I wasn't there the whole time and I was off doing this or that during my high school experience. But it was never like, I'm not going to see you. Like, I'm going to see you in a month. But now it was, I'm not, I'm not going to see you for like three, four months. And it was it's definitely a change and it hurts. But you kind of have to push past and you get that independence and you meet different people and you start to kind of live your life. But everyone comes from a different background. And I would say that that background is strict or it was comfortable or it was very loose. And you have to figure your way out. So like, College to me, it was a new time to experience who is Fela, what is she, how is she growing, how is she manifesting, what is she doing with her life, and I think that was such a big point that I had to figure out for myself is who am I, and that's a question that you're going to ask yourself. What do you like? What do you don't like? That's the thing with college. College is about change. It's about growth. It's about learning. You're not just learning what you want to major in and what education you're learning about yourself and you're learning how to navigate such a crazy four years of the rest of your life. And I think that for me, I had to be independent. I had to be on my own. But my parents had this thing where it was just like, if you need us, we're there. And that was always going to be it. Like I always knew my parents are going to be there. And I do, like, I still, if I want to be quite honest today, I still, like, lean on my parents for a lot. And I'm slowly backing away and I'm trying to come into my own because I can't lean on them for everything. But my parents have always been my support system and always kept me grounded. So that's one of the reasons why I do lean on them. I think college, it teaches you stability, time management, and circle and by circle I mean who is in your circle who is your family who is your friend who is your acquaintances who do you say hi and bye to because the thing is is that freshman week you go in and you learn a lot of things and you look at different people and you're like oh my god you're my friend you're my friend we're all friends I tell you by the end of your senior year you may have about four or five friends in your circle if that because my friends are seniors. They graduated. And I have three of my best friends. And I met one of my best friends late. <laughs> and we all just kind of combined it. And we kind of 
met within ourselves and we were just like all we just came all one group and there's a story to that I think you gonna find the people that are gonna come your rocks and those are the people that are gonna keep you grounded think of it as a tree you have roots right you have roots and those roots keep you grounded to the earth those are the roots that are your stability they know you very well and they're gonna hold you accountable for everything And then you have branches. Some branches are sturdy. Some branches are weak. And the branches that are sturdy are going to stick with you. But not going to be so much as your roots. But they're going to be, they're going to stick with you. But some branches are going to come off at a certain time. And then you have the leaves. The leaves blow in, the leaves blow out. Those leaves, you don't really know which way they're going to go. It's the saying is that some people are in your life for a reason. And some people are in life for your season. Those seasonal people are your leaves. Those reasonable people are sometimes your branches and your roots. And you need to kind of figure out who is who in that time. And you're going to figure out in college because college, there was a tweet um, on Twitter. And it was like, college, you find the people that are going to be your aunts and uncles to your children. You find your second family. And that is the truth. I found my second family and I love them so much. And I would do anything for them. And I think that is something that needs to be said is that You find people that match who you are and you find the people that are always going to be with you and always going to do everything with you because college, it's like being your own. We're up to 12 a.m. talking shit. We're literally always together. We go to the dining hall together. We study together. We talk together. We cry together. We do everything together. And it's so hard because you have to leave them at a certain time and be like, hey, but you know, they're always going to be there. And I think that is the most important thing is that you build your family. College is also about keeping sane. You have to keep sane in college. But sometimes you get bad days. And those bad days are so bad that you just kind of you kind of push everyone away. And I've cried. I cried one semester, sophomore year, for a very, 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 very long time. And I'm going to get into this, and this is where, like, my mental health comes in, is that one, something happened between my old friend group, and we split, and I felt like people were attacking me, and out of my friend group, it wasn't the entire ones, but people were attacking me, and in this situation, I was wrong in one circumstance, and I take full full accountability for that. I do. I take accountability. I was wrong in a situation. I apologize. But after that, it seemed like you were just attacking me and you were coming at me and you were hurting my feelings to where every night I was crying myself to sleep. I was calling my other best friend that was in the friend group and I was telling her and I was crying to her and she saw how much it was affecting me. I called my parents crying and my dad was like, I'm ready to pull you out of school. I'm not ready to have you do anything like this, Fayla. Like, I'm ready to pull you out. My parents are, my parents were going to pull me out of school. But I cried and I cried and I cried. And I learned from that situation alone that my mental health comes before anything else. Because I haven't been depressed like that. I've had depression before. I've had it and it sucks. And you know, that's just it like depression is an ongoing thing but I thought I got rid of my depression and I never did 
it just always came in waves and I had my highs and my lows and it, it was just that type of thing. And at the same time, my depression made a lot of my decisions very anxious and very hasty. And I think in college, you realize the decisions that you make and you realize that every decision you make has a consequence, whether it can be good, whether it can be bad. And I made a decision based on my actions that I do not regret today because I still made that decision, but I do feel like I could have handled making that decision in a different way. I'm not really going to get into it, but just know it was a decision that I made. I think having depression in college is hard because sometimes people tell us that you have to keep up your academics, you have to do this, have to do that. But at the same time, know that is it okay? It's okay to take a break. It's okay to push back from a lot of things. And you need to focus on yourself sometimes. Sometimes you need to take that breather and you need to be step back and be like, hey, I need to just take a moment. And that has happened to me last year. So some stuff happened with my sorority. I don't get into the details because it's nobody's business. And something happened and I literally had to take a step back. I was just like, I can't. It fucked up my mental health right then and there. And I had to take a step back and I was just like, for the weekend, I'm going to go spend it at my friend's place. My friends both had an apartment, so I went to go spend it with them. And I was they were there for me. And I really do appreciate them because in that moment, I always knew they were family. But they really picked me up and they really like made sure I was okay. And I was crying and I was pissed. And sometimes you have to take that step back. Because if you don't take that step back, depression will take a step forward. And everything is just all over the place and you're trying to figure out who you are as a person what you want to do all this and all that and I think you have to realize and understand that you are human at the end of the day you can feel emotions you can process them and you can express them but do not hold every emotion in because when we start to bottle emotions up Our bottle can only take so much pressure and our emotions are pressure, whether we realize it or not. That bottle inside of our heart, we can only take so much to where one day it explodes and it hurts us more than helps us because your emotions are there to kind of navigate you on how you feel. But we can't always lock our emotions away and put them in a vault because that vault gets full at some point. That vault has a breaking point where you can't fill everything up and you keep pushing on that door pushing on that door pushing on that door so one day it pops open and everything just flies off the handles you have to address your emotions head on you have to address how you feel head on you have to express everything about you you kind of have to say how it is and college can sometimes teach you that it can teach you you have to express who you are you can't hold on to everything you can't be superman Everyone has a kryptonite. Everyone has something that pushes them over the edge and you feel a certain type of way. I think people need to realize that our emotions tell us something about ourselves. It tells us whether we are building or we are breaking. And you don't want to break. Because that's the worst part, is the breaking. The breaking comes in waves. 
And once you get to the foundation of who you are and that starts to break, that's when it gets scary. That's when you have to look at yourself and you have to realize, hey, something's not right. Something's not okay. And I need to talk to somebody. And it is perfectly okay to talk to somebody. In college, we have free therapists and they're there for us because we need them. I feel like last year we realized it a little bit too late is that people's mental health from COVID, it was breaking and it was deteriorating. And it wasn't as fun as it used to be. College was not fun. It wasn't how I envisioned it. Like, I was with my friends. I had fun, but it wasn't the fun that I wanted to have. And it was hard because I was in my room. I was there by myself. Sometimes, you know, I cried myself to sleep. It happens. I went through it bad, I would say, freshman year because it was just hard being away from my family and I was ready to come home Sophomore year, COVID hit second semester, so I went home and I gathered my thoughts and I rebranded myself and I kind of figured out who I was and like I stuck close to my friend groups and I appreciate all of my friends that have been there from the beginning and helping me. I think that you have to find the people that are going to help you. Mental health is important because you don't know what's going on in people's life at the end of the day. You don't know how they're feeling, how they're expressing themselves. So you need to be there for them. Don't be a friend that just pops up once in a while. Be the friend that's going to be there. Be the friend that they can talk to, understand with. You need that type of friend, and that's the friend that's going to hold you down. Understand that you need a support system. Whether you like it or not, you need one. Because when you're crying, you need somebody to be there for you. I think I cried this semester... And this is going to be like a funny story. I cried this semester and like my best friend <laughs> was, she saw me. I was in her room and I was crying because I was talking to this guy. Don't ever cry over a boy. They're nothing worth to cry over. And I was crying over this guy. And like I went to my room and I talked to my other friends and they were just like consoling me. And they were like, I wish I was there. And then I went back to my best friend because we lived on the same hall because we, we were in a sorority together. And she's like, suck it the fuck up. That's exactly like how she said it. She was like, suck it up because you don't need to be crying over this guy. You two are not dating. He hurt you, but don't cry over him because that's some weak shit. And her words really like strengthened me back up. And I was just like, okay, like I'm not going to cry. Like sometimes you need that tough love. Sometimes you need somebody to tell you, suck it the fuck up. Suck it up because this shit is not going to get any easier. If we cried over every man out here, shoot, (laughs) we would have a tsunami. We just can't be crying over a guy that does not love us. Don't cry over somebody that does not love you. And love, going into that subject, is a part of mental health. You have to love yourself before you can love someone else. See, love is very important. It teaches us a lot of things. We have to love internally before we can love externally. We have to love ourselves because no one knows how much you love yourself besides you. If you know your self-love worth, then if a person is not giving the worth that you belong in self-love, then they can't be in your life. Because if you love yourself a million percent and the person that's giving love to you, they're not even trying. They're giving you 50. And you're like, no, I love myself too much for this. You know when to walk away. And that is important. You have to know how to love yourself. How to love every part of you, from your hair to your eyes to your thighs to your lips. 
every part of you deserves love because you are a beautiful person inside and out. And that is the beauty of it is that mental health, it took me a while to love myself. And I want to be very quite honest, it did. It took me a while to realize that there is a strong woman in the mirror and she's looking at herself and she's saying, I am that chick. I'm the baddest thing walking. I'm going to do what I got to do. So I loved, I loved myself 100% all the time. I told myself, you're pretty, damn, you're fine. Who's touching you? You got to say stuff like that because it reminds you that you are something special, that you are worthy of this thing. Don't ever, don't ever let someone degrade you and dehumanize you. Remember, you are the baddest bitch walking. Ain't nobody touching you. Ain't nobody in your league. Ain't nobody doing nothing. Self-affirmation helps you develop a sense of stability and competence. It's inside of you that you realize who you are and what you are. Never let somebody tell you who you are not. You are something special. You are worthy of this thing. You are worthy to be loved. You are worthy to be accepted. You are worthy to have a smile on your face. You need to understand that. And once you understand that, you can move along. Don't ever hurt yourself in the process of loving yourself. Because when we hurt ourselves, we we start to lose who we are, you know? And I hurt myself for a while. It was, I don't think you're pretty enough. I don't think you're smart enough. I don't think you're this or that. I had to find my confidence. And I would say I found my confidence this year. And I found my confidence because I was scared I was scared to go out. I was scared to like go out as in talk to new people. I was scared to do that. And I could not be scared anymore. So what happened was is that I was running for president of my school. I was running because I was just like, I wanted this. I wanted this bad. And I've always wanted this, right? So my best friend, she's like, if you want to be president, you have to go out and you have to talk to these people. Like, I understand your shot failure, but this shit, it can't happen. So I started talking to people. I started doing what I had to do, passing out buttons, flyers, stickers. I had to talk to the people because that was the only way I was going to get them to listen. So then once election day came around, I was talking to everyone. I was passing out buttons. I was telling them to go vote, go vote, go vote, go vote, go vote. And turns out it worked because I became the first African-American woman of Lycoming in the history that it's been here. So Lycoming's been around for, what, 176 years, 100 and something. It's more than 170 years. So I decided to take that position and look at me now, my confidence. I brought my mental health up, I brought my confidence up, and I achieved my goals. You have to set a path for you. You have to set your goals because those are things that are important. Your mental health will always be top priority but so is loving yourself at the same time like you have to your mental health is important it can't take a back seat sometimes if you know you're gonna have a burnout it's time to step back 
it's time to reevaluate, take a day or two, relax, meditate, journal, read, dance, scream, sing, do something that's going to help you. Because you don't want to see yourself and not realize who that person is staring back at you. That's when you know you lost you. That's when you know everything around you is not what it's supposed to be. I would say that I learned in college that it's okay to fail, right? It is okay to fail. And I learned that. And I learned it a hard way. And I realized that the best thing about failure is not what happens when you fail, is what you do after the failure. That's that's the brightness. That's the success. Because when you fail, you learn a lesson. But what are you doing once you learn that lesson? Are you striving for more or are you just stopping at that speed bump? Failure is a speed bump in your way of life. So I realized for me that I failed, and it's okay, but what do I do after this failure? What do I do after this hump, right? And that was the best part, is that my success story came after that failure. And you can fail at little things, and you can fail at big things. I failed at loving myself when I wanted to love someone else. And that's when I knew I had to do something about that. That was my biggest failure is that I learned that lesson a very hard way. And that lesson taught me a lot. Understand that it's okay to feel emotions, but don't shut off emotions. Don't close yourself up to other people. Everyone has a wall. How big... And how thick it is, is your, it's your opinion, it's your business. But that wall cannot stay there forever if you want to let someone in. You kind of have to knock at the wall. You kind of have to make sure somebody can get in and see who you are. Because everyone has a wall. I have a wall. It's an emotional wall. And my wall is built because of the trauma that I had in my life. And I don't let people in too easy because I have trust issues and I low-key have commitment issues and I don't like to be tied down in a way. I feel like that's the Sagittarius in me is that I love adventure. I love to see new things and it scares me to be tied down. But at the same time, I love the feeling of it. And I think that is something that is very true in some people is that they want to see adventure, but they also want to feel comfort. And you kind of have to sway with that. So I think mental health, it's really about what you think it is. It's how you approach it and how you kind of solve it on your own. Sometimes it takes years. Sometimes it may take months. Sometimes it takes a day for you to just snap out of it. And I think in college, you're going to see how mental health affects a lot of people on a spectrum, as a spectrum of the spectrum of students. So one end to one end, you see how mental health affects people in so many different ways. And people sometimes, they like to vent, they like to stay to themselves, you won't see them so much. Check up on your friend if you haven't talked to them in a day or two. And usually they're the type of people that always call you, always there. If they haven't talked to you, check up on them. 
Or sometimes they'd be like, I want my space. Give them their space because everyone processes it differently. So I think that mental health is important in college and you have to find methods to help you with mental health, whether it's talking to a therapist, whether it's reading, dancing, screaming, playing a sport, find out what works for you. And what works for you is the most beautiful thing in the world. So I think that is my consensus on mental health and college. Um, Come back to the show. I hope you guys like it. Subscribe. Um, Any questions you may have, any topics you want me to bring up, um, you can DM me on Instagram. And that is it for this podcast. Have a great night, everyone.